pushed it. You're yeah, on. Yeah, but you're supposed to. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, <laughs> where two seemingly meaningless people talk about very meaningful things. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is your wife. My wife. Just try that again. <laughs> she's always messing with me. She thinks she's my wife. She's trying to sabotage my life. Yeah, yeah. She is. Uh, we've noticed things with her. We now get with uh, A L E X A. Yeah, yeah, but she answers when we say Amazon. Yeah, and also that. Yeah. So I had to whisper it. I know we're scared. See, we're whispering in our home. She owns us. The, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm Leslie. Ignore the robot. <laughs> the robot. He's like, did you say wife, Chris? I'm hey, here right now. listen to this. The other day, I was drinking my coffee in bed. I was very sleepy. And I so had... You, what time? Were you, were you drinking coffee? Oh, in the morning. <laughs> I was picturing you like trying to go to sleep and you're like... Very tired. I'm drinking this coffee and I just can't. So in it's bed. Like, I don't know if you no. know how this stuff works. I'm in bed and there's a kid with me. I don't know which one. I think it was. It had to be an older kid. I don't know who it was. I've lost, I've lost track. Anyway, I was just so wanting coffee and it tasted so good. It was so hot. It felt so good on my throat. And so I took a drink. And I just sighed and said, that is such good coffee. I just whispered it to myself or to the kid who was sitting with me. And I hear a voice to my left where there is not a person, but there is an Amazon Echo. And it said, say that again. <laughs> she whispered it, too. Because yeah, yeah. we have her set to whisper. If you whisper, like, turn off the light. She doesn't go, okay. <laughs> this is what she used to do. Remember how annoying that was? Yeah, I would wake up the baby. <laughs> Which I almost just yeah. did. Yeah. So anyhow, do you know how scary that was? I'm just yeah. sitting by myself. This is good coffee. Well, not by myself. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I don't want to. I almost spilled it. It was so scary. Uh, anyway. It would have been very funny to watch because it would have been a very slow process. Yeah. You'd have been like, ugh. <laughs> And then, like, seconds later, like, located it and then knocked it off. And then jumped and, and then, then yeah, threw my coffee. It would have been, like, 20, 30 seconds. <laughs> very slow mayhem. Especially slow because it was morning Leslie. Yeah, morning so, Leslie. So, anyway, I'm Leslie. You've already I, said it. No, I don't think I did. No, you did. And I think she interrupted me. No, you did say it. Well, I'm Leslie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into our dedications. What's your dedication for this episode? Well, mine's going to be a little sad. Oh. So grab your tissues, everyone. I'd like to dedicate this episode to one of the great loves of my life, Regis Philbin. <sighs> May he rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I been re- a- I remember when I found that. I found that out. Yeah. I he- happened to catch it, and I took you to the other room. He did. Yeah. He like did like a... He kind of whisked me to the yeah. It was like the grief back. counseling. He was like, yeah. "I need to, I need you to come here for a second. Kind of whisked me away, and he shut the door. And he's like, "I didn't want you to find out from anyone else, but I'm leaving the family." <laughs> no, <laughs> he's like, uh, "But 
Regis Philbin died yeah. today. And then he, well, then, of course, you put your hands on my shoulders and said, he knew how much you loved him. <laughs> so he had to be funny. But then he did give me a minute. He, he left me in my room. <laughs> I didn't say. Do you think I was. He knew how much you loved him. <laughs> Do you think I was the only, like, person um, in their 30s? Like grieving, probably over. Yeah, they're not a, a lot of people in their thirties who remember Regis. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was a transitionary Anyhow, time. Regis Philbin was my number one celebrity, like forever, right? Yeah. So I was in college when I started watching his show, and I would wake up every morning and watch Kelly and Regis, and I just loved. I loved him. I loved his ability to tell. A story, and I i think I put this in a really weird tribute on Facebook, but um, he I've always loved everyday life. Like, I love to tell stories about life. That's what I've always done on the blog. It's just, even sometimes as things are happening, I'm writing a story about it in my head. Mm. Like, the kids say something funny. or um, So it's those ordinary moments that have always just captured my heart. And, and he was, like, the king. Mm-hmm. Of of telling a story, he could do it verbally, and cap keep an audience captivated. Just talking about like his trip to the heart doctor and just things like that, or where he ate supper the night before. Um, and he was just such a gentleman, just one of the really one of the last entertainers I think that could be funny without being crude. Mm. He wasn't political. He, you know, he just was an entertainer and he was great. So I love you, Regis. <laughs> All right. Do you remember, do you remember what, what was it? Oh gosh. Was, I know what where were you're, we, what, what were we getting? I don't even remember the I was turning 30. She was turning 30. Yes. And... <clears throat> It's going to make me sound really No, bad. no, no. I don't remember what we were even doing. I just remember the punchline. But I don't even remember the the setup for it. Well, I just was a little disappointed at the end of my birthday. Because yes. you didn't do what I thought you might do. Which was to have Regis Philbin. No, you were going to fly me to New York for yes. his last episode. That's right. was around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was acting bratty about it. Well, not... Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Well... I think you got mad. No. No, not me. (laughs) (laughs) No. I remember your mom and I having a pretty good chuckle over it. (laughs) It was whatever it was. It was funny and it was... It was a, a, a former... Former Leslie. Yeah, yeah. Not, not holified. Almost, not holified. <laughs> that, that was almost 10 years ago. That's funny. Uh, the, but that's sad. It should be longer than 10 <laughs> years ago. I should have been like eight. <laughs> but no, I didn't get mad at you. I just, I don't know. I you just cried. No, I didn't. Yeah. He's making that up. <laughs> I was just disappointed that the thing you got me was... A video where you went and interviewed yeah. all of my friends and family telling me happy uh-huh. birthday and things they loved about me. And that you got me tickets to go to Dallas to see Les Mis. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? what is this? 
I thought you were taking me to, to meet Regis. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But also then, then you guys did get me a, his autobiography mm-hmm. for Christmas. Yeah. And I opened it and I opened the front cover. Yes. And it wasn't even autographed. She thought it was going to be signed by Regis. <laughs> and we were like, Leslie. I was like, are you guys like <laughs> amateurs or what? <laughs> Like, do you even love me? Oh, man. How did your mom and I... (laughs) Her mom and I have a support group together. Because if you haven't had to wake up, (laughs) Leslie... Baby Leslie. Oh, my goodness. It is every day. Oh. I mean, it's just... I'm on mess. I'm so sorry. I'm on mess. (laughs) And so it's not... So then what she doesn't understand is when she says five more minutes... That's not enough time for you to do anything. So all you can do is basically sit there for five minutes, come back in, <laughs> and she just goes, five more minutes, five more minutes. I promise I'm dead. I promise. I promise. You come back in, her mouth is hanging open. Oh, She's breathing I hard. Am, I and, am. Oh, her mom loves her and cannot stand it. Like Waking her, me up. Oh, my goodness. Yep. She is. She's not a morning person. Not I, not a lot of morning pep in her step. I like it. I like being awake in the morning. It's just hard to get me there. Yeah. So, like, once you get me out of bed, I do well. Hi. Hey, what's up, bud? Well, then pick it up and put it back in your bed. You can get it. Or do you need some help? Help. Okay. We'll be right back with the great sippy cup escape rescue <laughs> all right the sippy cup was literally four inches from his bed <laughs> well. he walked in got to his bed and said look there it is <laughs> and i was like hey just so you know in the future you have permission to pick it up and just <laughs> he just wanted to bed. come in yeah here. no he just wanted to be in here oh. so putting him to bed is about the equivalent of waking you up yeah. but it is it's a it's an interesting yeah little little morning routine it is. Have we? I think we've talked about, haven't we? I don't know. Yeah, I think we've I talked about you. About. Me wanting you to just, well, you wafted the coffee, remember? Oh, yeah. And then I just wanted you to. Yeah, we don't talk. Okay. Yeah, yeah just no, man, rock me. Rock me like a baby. But listen, I can't help it. And you married me. And I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> And then I'm so great after I wake up, right? Yep. It's great. Well, do you want to know my dedication? Yeah. And then what's funny is this may be something we've already dedicated to. I want to dedicate it to the show alone. Have we already done that? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like two episodes ago. Oh my goodness, this show's so good. Babe. That was, I mean... So, let's talk about alone. (laughs) We already did. We did? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Okay, well then I'll think of a different dedication. <laughs> I will dedicate it to streaming TV. Streaming TV. For example, <laughs> there's a show <laughs> streaming TV. It has been fun. We have a lot of friends and family watching the show. Now we do. Yeah, and so everywhere we go, we get to talk no, to people. You want to know? You want to know? What I've been thinking about a lot. Who? No, I said what? What? The zoo. You're going to dedicate it to the zoo? It's like a... It's the like, zoo is amazing. It's like a anticipatory dedication. It's, I really want to go to the zoo right I now. I do too. So bad. You can't go. 
Why? There's people there. And it's hot. It's hot right now. And they've got their COVID restrictions. Yeah, we'd have to wear a mask. And the animals aren't going to be out. And they probably won't have masks on. They won't have masks. And they've got like super COVID. Give it to them. I don't know. But I really want to go to the zoo. I do too. Same Z. Yay! (laughs) I can't wait. I've been dying to go to the zoo. But then all these kids are doing virtual learning. I think. I I started to get online and be like, listen, people. Yeah. Don't you ruin our homeschool life. I know. We had it so, we had like. (laughs) I don't want to go to the zoo and there'd be kids there and be like, why aren't y'all in school? We are. We're virtual school. Yeah. (laughs) This is our time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The zoo is. It's just great. We know someone who works at a zoo. We do not. That's, you know, that was my, when I was growing up, that's what I wanted to be. When I was little, little, Mm -hmm. I wanted to work at a zoo. I thought it was the coolest. I used to, I I was almost certain my first job was going to be at the Oklahoma City Zoo. Yeah. What would you have done there? I don't know. Because when you're a kid, it's like the zookeeper. Yeah, I thought I'd be an animal keeper. For some animal. The zookeeper. Not the zookeeper. I mean, in the books, there's not like a... it's like... Uh, I think this is your neuron showing up. No. Um, so I thought I'd care for an ant. So what well, I thought would happen was that I would be the the keeper of oh, whatever. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I was going to be the keeper the, of... You were going to be keeper of the zoo. The zoo. The zoo. <laughs> Do you remember when Shep... You must have lived such wanted. a fanciful life. I mean... I the, still do. Like, our yeah. this our friend that works at a zoo, I kind of feel like he's the zookeeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he works in the botanical Yeah, section. and even at, he was at church today, and uh, one of the church kids came over to see the baby, and I was like, do you see that guy behind me? He works at the zoo. Yeah, well... Because <laughs> I'm It so is, like, totally cool. Excited. It's not like I... I'm, like, partially, like... Jealous, somewhat <laughs> jealous, because I never even got to do it. And anyway. do you remember when Shepard took us to the zoo for his birthday? Yeah, and on the way there, the he was like, "Can I give the money to the zookeeper?" <laughs> because that's yeah, the way that's, it is in the books. That's the way it works in the books. Uh-huh. So, and even in Goodnight Gorilla. He like puts the animals to bed. The zookeeper. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he walks to his house next door. And the animals follow him and get in his Oh, bed. that's so right. So cute. Mm. <laughs> Good night, gorilla. I haven't read that book in forever. It, you don't really read it. It's kind of like a silent book. You're just like flipping the Yeah, pages. it's one of my favorites. So few, so few words. Because the zoo is awesome. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about some stuff tonight. What do you okay. want to talk about for our episode tonight? Um. Well... Let's talk about peace. We've been on a big peace talk at yeah. church. You've preached. You preached two weeks about peace, right? About peace? Uh-huh. Pete preached five weeks about five. peace. Five. That's weeks what I meant. Five. Week. Two yeah. plus two, three. Two weeks. So one week on just the importance of peace in Scripture as a whole. Yeah. Because, okay, so what it is is in we're in Second Peter, and there in chapter 3, verse 14... Uh, he says, since we're waiting for these things, that we're supposed to be a people who are pursuing, be diligent mm-hmm. to pursue, uh, to be spotless and blameless mm-hmm. and at peace. Yeah. And I said that, I mean, the spotless and blameless thing, that's a that's a, something that is talked about a lot in Christian, mm-hmm. being holy. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that we get all the time. You, it, you should strive to be holy. 
kill center to be killing you. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about how important peace is. We don't talk right. about peace as something that is a vital part of the Christian right. life. And so we went and looked just at how common God just talks about the the importance of peace, even calling himself the God of peace, mm-hmm. mentioned even more times than uh, than almost any other characteristic. It's up there with holiness mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, of who God is. He, he is the God of peace, and Christ is the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, it, it's it's a super important uh, important subject that we just don't yeah uh, don't I get think... talked about a lot. So um, just trying to see just you know how important is peace in Scripture, mm-hmm. and then seeing that peace in Scripture is tied to holiness and to righteousness a lot in Scripture. The two are paired together. So it, this mm-hmm. pairing in Peter. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not an uncommon pairing. Peace and holiness mm-hmm. for the Christian life are two things that are uh, put together mm-hmm. very often. So we've yeah. been talking about that. Well, I think it was so helpful, one, because it's scripture. It's always helpful. Yeah, but um, we are a society of anxious people. Mm-hmm. And even in the church, just it's a thing we hold on to. Like we might, we might be, we may not watch bad movies, but we're scared all the time Mm. and we're worried about Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. And, um, so I think when you, when you showed our church, how important it is in the Bible, it, it, you were right. We do talk a lot more about being holy than we Mm -hmm. do about being people, being known. There are three, there are three different types of peace that we see mentioned in scripture. One is peace with God comes through relationship with Christ. Um, and that, relationship with the Lord reconciled uh, through the gospel. You get peace with one another. Uh, and then you have what we would call inner peace or inward peace. Uh, and all three of those, the Bible calls us to, not just that we should have them, but it calls us to pursue them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we miss out. We think that peace is a byproduct. Yeah. And we normally think that peace is a is a byproduct of righteousness or holiness. If you live a holy life, you will be at peace. Mm -hmm. Uh, And although there are scriptures that say that, uh, it is not just that, that peace is a, is a byproduct. Peace is something that you should, uh, that you should pursue Mm -hmm. is something that you should, uh, you know, so in your life. So for example, let me pull up the text here. I wish I had mine too because we read a verse in proverb last week. Proverb, proverbs. Peace, a verse in proverb. <laughs> that was about pursuing peace. It was really active. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember? Well, that's a okay. So <coughs> the verse that was so integral for us was James three eighteen. It says, "A harvest of righteousness <coughs> is sown in peace." Mm-hmm. by those who make peace. Mm-hmm. So here we see, we normally think that that peace comes from holiness, but here we see that holiness comes from peace. Right. Righteous, you, when you pursue peace, when you sow peace, and, and there in, uh, in James chapter 3, it's specifically peace among the, the, the brethren. When you're sowing this type of peace, righteousness is mm-hmm. the byproduct. Not, 
So peace is something that you should pursue. And it's something you can sow. It's mm-hmm. something that you can work out. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that either happens or doesn't You're right, happen. You're right. Because we do kind of wait for it to, yeah, to peace, come. We think peace is either there or it's not there. Right. Uh, but peace is something you can pursue. And, we and that's pray that, for peace, but we don't really think about sowing peace. Yeah, yeah. We think that's the, the extent of, yeah. of pursuing peace would be, well, I pray for it. No, yeah. you can sow peace. There are mm-hmm. things... So uh, how? Tell us, how you do you do. sow peace? Well, oh, good night. That was four sermons. <laughs> uh, that was four of the five sermons. Uh, right there is, how do you pursue peace? There's different ways that you pursue peace with one another, and then ways that you pursue peace mm-hmm. uh, inwardly. The Bible really talks about uh, how to pursue peace with one another quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the most common one. That it says, hey, you need to be eager to maintain the, the, the bond of uh, maintain peace in the bond of unity or maintain unity in the bond of peace. I can't remember how it goes, but uh, there's a lot in scripture about Mm -hmm. the Christian really striving to, and and that's, I think that that verse is important because what it shows us is that in in all of these cases, you're not creating the peace. That's not our job. Mm -hmm. Our job isn't to create the peace. Mm -hmm. Our job is to maintain the peace that is ours in Christ. So, for example, peace with God, we have it in Christ. Peace with one another, that has happened. The dividing, the hostility, it's been broken down. Our job is to maintain that peace that Christ has created. The inner peace that we have, it there there is no reason to, for us to be anxious. God has given it's us there. peace. Just like he said to the disciples in, in John chapter 20 when he met him in the upper room. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. My peace I give to you. Like you have peace. Uh, there are things though that we can do to make sure that we are maintaining the peace mm-hmm. that, is, uh, that is ours. Uh, yeah. And so just... Uh, whether it's with one another, you know, I think one of the, the chief things is, uh, you know, to be um, loving in our thoughts toward each other uh, and having that same, mm-hmm. you know, sort of mindset. And well, I was hoping we could go through the Philippians four eight if if we have time. Oh yeah, because that... I thought that was a really it really helped me as a congregant <laughs> to hear you walk through that very common verse that even is very pinnable you know, on, yeah. on Pinterest and on Instagram. So, yeah. So Philippians is the verse we went to, to look at, <coughs> at, at inner peace Yeah, because, uh, there in Philippians four, um, really as we got down to verse eight, is that what you're talking about? Or just Philippians uh-huh. four as a whole. Well, all of it was great, okay, but so, your little stroll through verse eight, um, yeah. So, so when we when, if you're, if you're breaking down Philippians, uh, Philippians four and what the what the Lord is doing there in in those uh, sort of sort of verses there in verse four it says and I'll just read read it as a as a whole uh, rejoice in the Lord always again I'll say rejoice let your reasonableness mm-hmm. be known to everyone the Lord is at hand do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, and then finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm. What you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace uh, will be with you. So we just looked at, I mean, if you're just breaking that down. Uh, well, so, for, first I do, oh, are you going to start? Yeah. Six. 
I was going to start back at four. Yeah. I mean at four. Yeah. Okay, go go ahead. So if you just look at these things that he says, <clears throat> do these, and then he says in verse seven, and after doing these, the peace of God, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. So what things do we do to have the peace of God guard our hearts and minds? It says rejoice mm-hmm. in the Lord always. So just to constantly be rejoicing in, in God. And he says, again, I will say it which rejoice. Which does... It does. If you are always, if if you are constantly thinking about what God has done for you mm-hmm. and praising Him for it, you are far less likely to be fearful that He will forget you. Right. Right. Uh, it, it 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 makes that wet wood yeah. uh, in in our hearts. So, uh, someone who is constantly thinking about what God has done uh, is is not going to be anxious. I said, praise praise wets the wood of anxiety, mm-hmm. and and that's what it is. It, it, like, if if someone is constantly doing something for you and talking about you, you're not fearful that they're going to forget you the mm-hmm. next moment, mm-hmm. right? Like you have you have no fear <clears throat> that you're going to wake up in the morning and me roll over and go, oh, "Who yeah. are you?" Right. I mean, because you got all this evidence of I know you, constant life together, you know, all these things. You like me, like you. Uh, so, for some reason, though, when it comes to God. Because we think so little mm-hmm. about all the things that he has done. I mean, when you think about all the things that God has done for you and you've forgotten them. Right. The God of the universe has done things for us mm-hmm. and we have forgotten them. Mm-hmm. I mean, forget that Shepherd can't remember anybody's names. <laughs> That's an even no, sadder it is. memory and lapse. I was just talking to some friends about this this week, about mm-hmm. tragedy in particular. That when, when something terrible, even if we hear a terrible story... The first thing we think is like, why did you do, why God did you do this? Why did you let this happen? And the thought is rarely, why have you been so good that this thing that is now gone is, is, you know, feeling so huge, Mm -hmm. but it, so he's been so good. His goodness has been evident Mm -hmm. that, that this wonderful thing has been in someone's life. Then when it's gone, we don't, we don't think about that his goodness was there and that mm-hmm. goodness is going to continue. Mm-hmm. The goodness that, that gave you this person you love yeah. is going to continue. We, we think what, where is God? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's just interesting. It's just a perspective. And, and it's funny, you know, that's what we often think about is anxiety, but, mm-hmm. but, but that praise also protects us in things like getting angry with other people. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about all the good that God has brought into your life, you're far less likely to be angered by someone who has made your life a little harder. Mm-hmm. But if you're not thinking about how good your life is mm-hmm. and maybe you're already frustrated mm-hmm. and then someone does something to make your frustrating life even just a little bit more frustrating, oh. you're more likely to fly off the handle. It's so or, petty. Or or look at something like jealousy. Yeah. You know, if you... Covetousness, which is idolatry. I know we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you... Uh, if you... If you're thinking about all the ways... Mm-hmm. All the ways God has been good to you. And all the ways he's blessed you. You're probably not going to be upset when he gives... Mm-hmm. One blessing to someone else. But that shows the level of right. how little... We think about, I mean, we have a treasure of blessing, and yet mm-hmm. God will give one blessing to someone else, and we're like, Meh. Oh, and like, it'll be like... We, we'll wish they never had it. And we'll want him to take it away from it'll them. It'll be like an antique armoire or something. Who's like, got an antique armoire? <laughs> that has to be the most obscure reference. 
Is that what our people, the people who listen to our podcast, are they thinking about getting antique no, artworks? It's just like I don't know our audience. Say, Leslie. say someone in here. It's like say, like let's just talk about normal situations. <laughs> Someone's gotten an antique armoire. <laughs> you really know. <laughs> No, are they make really free? Sorry, okay. So say they. Let's find- say one. <laughs> let's say someone has gotten a settee. Uh, what? Well, okay. This is. I mean, in the antique world, it's one of a kind. Is if that they get what it, we're in? If they- is that who we're talking to? <laughs> if they get it, you can't. So uh-huh. it's like. There's like a... Someone has to have the antique armoire. How did they get that and I yeah. did it? Yes. So I'm just saying how petty... I believe petty. that is Brazilian wormwood. <laughs> I'm just saying how petty that yeah. <laughs> piece of furniture could make you jealous. Mm-hmm. And I should have had it, not her. <laughs> Yes. I'm I not or anything. I'm but, not referencing anyone that I know that got a piece of furniture. I don't think anybody has ever gotten an antique armoire. <laughs> except like in a Disney movie. <laughs> Maybe I want one, okay? <laughs> You've gotten so many dressers. In the last two months you're not getting an armoire. Uh, yeah. So that's a great example. Thank you. Thank for, you. Thank you for contributing. <laughs> but yeah, and anything that you're jealous about, armoires. Or, yeah, I mean, it's just petty things that yeah. just make you like, it make you green. Yeah, with envy. Yeah, when and God has been so God good. is so flooded. So if you're if you're always thinking about what God <laughs> and always rejoicing in it mm-hmm. and thanking God for rejoicing it, in your you dressers. are not going to see what someone else gets mm-hmm. and. And be angry at them for it. be jealous because mm-hmm. they got it because you'll have you'll have been been richly uh, richly blessed. And don't you hate jealousy? Like it does not ever feel oh, good. Yeah, no, it's no, so embarrassing when you're jealous. Yeah. So then he says, "Let your reasonableness be known to everyone." And we talked about that word reasonableness. It's not really used uh, every other time. It's translated <clears throat> in the Bible. It's translated gentle. But the idea being, be someone who is like even keel. Mm-hmm. Right, like it, the the way to 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 pursue peace is not to be that up and down mm-hmm. of emotions. Mm-hmm. Like if your emotions are constantly, mm-hmm. really, it's a matter of self control yeah. or a lack of self control. You know, if if your situations and your circumstances can just drive you, you know, so like God is so good, mm-hmm. and then like the next day you're riddled with all these you start thinking of all these thoughts right. of how your life could turn suddenly horrible in an mm-hmm, instant mm-hmm. and that's what you then think about yeah and you fe- you become fearful then for the whole rest of the day mm-hmm. uh or you know we talked about uh you know the lord does something amazing and you're you're blown away by it mm-hmm. uh, and you're like wow god is so real mm-hmm. but then like two months later you're like Oh my goodness, my faith is struggling. Is there even a God? Is there even a God? It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or anger. I mean, we do this with, with spouses. Like, uh, you can be angry, you know, with a spouse. You know, I'm so lucky to have you. Uh, and then the next week, mm-hmm. you're, you're the worst. Yeah. You know, those sorts of feelings. So not being someone like that right. is, a, is a way to, to pursue peace. Yeah. So not allowing that to be, you know, the I way thought, you are. I, my first thought was like social media and news... Mm-hmm. Like all the news stories we're hearing that you you can just be like 
so up and down about. Well, we see it. We see it in church life, right? Like uh-huh. someone leaves the church. They go to church. This is the best church. Yeah. And then they're like, you're the worst church. I'm going to go to another church. Yeah. And it just continues that cycle. Yeah, it's just up and so, down. Up, up and, and down. down of emotions and you're great. Now you're the worst. I mean, it's just, it's to be someone who is unreasonable. And that's the way the world is. This is why this letting your reasonableness be known to all. You're not just even supposed to be even keel. Uh-huh. You're supposed to be known for being even Yeah, keel. yeah. You're supposed to be known by the outside world mm-hmm. as someone who is not... Because what does Jesus say? Those who hear his words and do them have their life built on the rock. Mm-hmm. And that should be obvious in the way that we live. And the peace that we have should be something where, where people are looking and going, hey, you know, there's something... Um, there's something, uh, right. you know, solid about that person's life. Solid. Like if someone were standing on a, if someone had built a, a, a house made out of sand mm-hmm. uh, and they were like, oh, you, you, like flailing around, people would go, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if someone had a house built out of solid rock, someone's standing on a rock mm-hmm. and you see them going, whoa, whoa, you'd go, that person's a weirdo. Right. And yet that's what we as Christians are doing. Mm-hmm. We are, our life is established on a solid rock of Christ. Mm-hmm. So we need to live that solid, steady, gentle, reasonable, even keel life mm-hmm. that is not constantly flailing ups and downs because the world sees that. Well, and it really does show where our belief is. Because mm-hmm. if we really believe, you know, that, that Jesus is real, that he really is alive, that he's really reigning, mm-hmm. we will be. Yeah. Even killed. Yeah. The, the, all of these things are foolish. Mm-hmm. Like every single one of them. They're, they're all foolish. That's the, that's it. It's foolish not to be rejoicing always. Mm-hmm. It's foolish not to be reasonable. It doesn't make any sense. None of these make sense, which is why you can pursue them. It's, this is why, like I said, yeah. you've got these things. These right. aren't things you have. It's not like, well, we really hope that God starts doing something so you can rejoice. Mm-hmm. Or I really hope that, I mean, you've got, you've got, this is your life. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you don't even have to name it and claim it. God named it. You just, you just, you just claim it and live it. Like, uh, um, apparently our dogs. There's like a. There's a cacophony. Something, outside. yeah. There must be some Dalmatians I bet stuck someone somewhere. is walking. Uh, oh my goodness. You made 101 Dalmatians joke. <laughs> From the armoire to the 101 Dalmatians <laughs> jokes. We are, if anything, they're, they're totally relevant here at... <laughs> Sending the message podcast. to the horses yeah, and the cow, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and I feel like I mean, I could I could talk about this. So then he says, "the the the Lord is near." Well, you did for five weeks. I know. That's why I'm saying. Like, I, at what point do I quit? Just no, like, keep going. So then he says, "The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything." Mm-hmm. So uh, just trusting that God is with you. Yeah. If the Lord is at hand, you do not have to be anxious about anything. Yeah. And that's what he says. The Lord's at hand. Don't be anxious about. He's anything. here. Yeah. You have to. You don't have to call him from the sky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's our problem. Is like we think, will God hear me and come and answer? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, he won't, mm-hmm. because he's already here. Right. Uh, the, the 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 Lord is near us. The Lord is at hand, uh, and that's we talked about how in Scripture that the Lord is at hand is mentioned both as a reference to God rescuing us from our enemies and other time, and so bringing judgment to them. Don't be anxious. The Lord is going to judge wickedness. And also, don't be anxious. The Lord is going to save his people. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those are how the, the scriptures use that, that phrase, the Lord is at hand. Because he is. He's here with us. And, and anxiety and all those things means that ultimately 
that you're 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 doubting the Lord, that you're not trusting Him. It's a it's a matter of of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Jesus, when He is talking in Matthew six about them being anxious about what they're going to wear, what they're going to eat, He says, you know, that the Lord uh, knows that you need these. Um, mm-hmm. He says, Will He not, you know, clothe you? Uh, more than these lilies or these birds. He says, oh, you of little faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the issue is it's f- faith is, is at the heart of it. Yeah. And it reminds me of when you talked about him coming back to the disciples in the upper room. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it wasn't just Thomas. Yeah. They were all doubting. That's why all, it's so yeah. That's what Luke tells us. They all had been doubting. Uh, but then, you know, Thomas gets Thomas gets the bad rap. Yeah, but yeah, they all were mm-hmm. were doubting. And the Lord came and said, "Look, peace. Yeah, peace. I give you peace." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Touch my hands. Touch my side." Same thing he ended up saying to Thomas. Mm-hmm. And when, so they went away. Uh, oh yeah, I like this part. What part? They were disbelieving. Yeah, yeah, with joy. With joy. Yeah, they were like they went from the like they yeah. went from. Disbelieving to just disbelieving with joy, which like, we know that feeling mm, when God like there is no we're way. like this yeah. is he's this the, is crazy this can't be real it's yeah. like but it is but it is yeah mm-hmm. so 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 the Lord if the Lord's at hand we do not need there's no reason for us to be anxious uh, and then he says but in everything with prayer and supplication mm-hmm. uh, it, with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God so so peace how. Uh, pray, 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 and pray with uh, with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, we are constantly just talking to God uh, and then talking with, again, that faith, that assurance, knowing that He is going to answer us because uh, because He cares. Yeah. Which is the same thing He said in, in not Matthew 6, but Matthew 7. He says, look, if, if you, being wicked, know how to give good gifts to your kids, what makes you think? Mm-hmm. What makes you think? I'm not going to give it. You know, like... You ask for bread. I'm not going to give you a stone. Just like you don't give your kids stones when they ask for bread. Just like you, you know, you ask for a fish. I'm not going to give you a snake. Mm-hmm. Haven't you read Genesis? Snakes are bad. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, just like you don't give your kid a serpent. So if if you don't do that, why are you afraid mm-hmm. that I'm worse than you? Yeah, and that's so yeah. again embarrassing that we mm-hmm. would ever think that we were better parents than God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so lame. But if God is those things and he does care and he does love us, then we'll pray. Mm-hmm. We'll pray and we'll pray and we'll pray thankfully, knowing that we're praying to a God who loves us. Mm-hmm. And if we need it, we'll give it to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, those were sort of the uh, the the outward things. But then it, it's interesting. Most people stop there and talking about peace. It says, and then the peace of God, which passes right. all understanding. Will well, God or if you're Jesus. like me, you'll just repeat that verse without doing what it says. Yes. Remember? Yes, you'll be pursuing peace. You'll just be talking about those I'd verses. I'd be like repeating that verse right, over and over until I get peace. And mm-hmm. I would never <laughs> do yeah. what it said. So so those are sort of actions. But then verse 8 and 9, which mm-hmm. often get taken off. You, so verse 7 and the peace of God. And then verse 8 and 9 also are about peace because it ends Finally. verse 9. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Finally, brother, and it ends, and the God of peace, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and it, it always sounds again so uh, uninteresting to say, like on armoire. But in the Greek, the two are like mirror images of each other to show their their uh, sort of commonality, um, and so 
what do you do for the God of peace? And it talks about what you need to be thinking about, Mm -hmm. not just doing Mm -hmm. like those other things are a lot about doing. And this is, you know, you got to think the right things. You got to do the right Mm -hmm. things. So, you know, that, that list that we would always lay out there, whatever's, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just that we would always lay out there about the TV shows we're watching or the music we're listening to, Uh which I already get it wrong because we evaluate everything by going, well, you know, is this... Does that, this have a bad is word this, in is this, it? Is it about that it's getting rid of the bad. Right. Right? When this is really not about getting rid of the bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say quit thinking about lies uh-huh. and quit thinking about unjust things. Mm-hmm. It says think, think, about, about, think these about these things. things. Uh, and so it's really about filling your mind with these you know, thoughts that bring peace. Yes. And so he, he, he lays them all out there, whatever's true. Uh, so, so thinking, thinking the right things, thinking true things about God. I do this all the time when I counsel people. Most of the time as a pastor, I'm dealing with people who are frustrated because they're listening to lies, Mm -hmm. lies that they're telling themselves, not lies that others are telling them. No. So when they say things like I, you know, it's like it's a marriage situation. I'm just gonna, or mm-hmm. I know she's gonna do this, and I'm gonna, or mm-hmm. yeah, and just say that's your. Or like I've just never been happy. Yeah, when yeah. You yeah. are. You've been happy. You have been yeah. happy. <clears throat> you have, so just not letting those untrue things. Mm-hmm. Instead, filling your mind with true thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, remembering the truth. So that those lies don't even don't even have a, a place, and that's really what this is about with these thoughts, filling your mind with the right sort of thoughts, so that the wrong thoughts, you know, sort of not giving the devil a foothold, mm-hmm. you just don't even have a, a place to to even latch on mm-hmm. to make you unpeaceful mm-hmm. inwardly, like you it's know? full. Yeah, uh, you can't get angry. You're too happy. There's no room. There's no room for anger. You're too busy rejoicing in the Lord, thinking about good things. Yeah, like thinking the, about true the bucket things. is full it's of full. happiness. Yep. You, you try to drop, you know, <clears throat> some anger on this, it's going to slough right off the side. Mm-hmm. This bucket is full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it goes to those lists. Whatever's, whatever's true, uh, whatever, the next word is whatever is honorable. Uh, the, the word there is something that is something that is worthy or valuable. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is think about things that are worth thinking about, mm-hmm. worth your time. Mm-hmm. Things that deserve your brain. I mean, if our lives are short, yeah. If we're just here like shadows and vapor, oh. what have you spent your time Don't ask thinking me that. about? No, I'm not going to because it's going to make you sad. Thinking about all the things that Yeah. And there are so many, we have wasted so much time thinking about stupid things. Right. When things that just aren't worth it. Your right. life is short. So stop Quit it. thinking about those other things. <laughs> and if you spend time thinking about honorable, worthy, valuable things, mm-hmm. then your heart is going to be more at peace if you spend yeah. your time. And you know it makes you happier and when you, you do. do. Yep. Yeah. 
They, you, you never go away thinking about good things and going, well, that was a waste of time. Yeah, you're But just you like, will walk away from a TV show and going, man, that was uh, a waste. And then you'll start adding it up and you're like, that was six seasons? Yeah. Six seasons of ten episodes? Uh-huh. Each episode an hour long? <laughs> and you start going, oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't I'll, get that this back. This is longer than I've been alive. <laughs> I haven't been alive for 600 hours. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, all of those things. Mm. So just making sure, always ask. When thoughts are in your head, is this worth thinking thinking about? Mm-hmm. Is this worth it for me? Like, is this really how I want to spend my time? Right. So, like, if you're ruminating about uh, your anger the, towards the someone, person's armoire, yeah, and you're you're angry, is this really what I want to? Do spend? I really want to spend this precious moment of my yeah, life doing this, wanting their piece yeah. of furniture? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're really sticking with that armor. Well, I mean, we, we went there, so. <laughs> we might as well. That's going to be the <laughs> epitome example from now on. And what's really happened is she's planted in all of your hearts the desire for an armor. <laughs> no, I'm mm. hoping someone will ship me one. Oh, you're, you're fishing. You know, you know, like in Christmas in Connecticut when she gets like 30 rocking chairs from people? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, probably not worth our time. <laughs> Uh, whatever is, so next is whatever is just, this is, this is your favorite, right? I think. Um, oh yeah. No, just just because you're always like, that's unjust. Yeah. I've always been bothered by. And it's the same word for righteousness. This Mm -hmm. is the word for just and the word for righteousness. Just think about things that are right. Mm -hmm. Both of them deal with rightness. Mm -hmm. Um, just think about, you know, those right sort of things, those things that should be filling uh, our mind, mm-hmm. not of course wickedness, not of yeah. You know, so, so think about think righteous uh, uh, thoughts, righteous thoughts about God, just thoughts about God, mm-hmm. righteous thoughts about others, just thoughts about others. I mean, it's really uh, the way we think about God is often unjust. Yeah, now, in, in other words, undeserving. That's what I I think really stuck out to me when you preached on this. It's our unjust thoughts about God. Yeah, and, and that, that's really that we mentioned everything. We mentioned Tail Matthew spinning. seven. That's what that's what he said mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. This is unjust. You don't think you don't right. worry about yourself like this, but you worry about me. Yeah, I mean, and your seriously? whole life. I mean, that's yeah. when you're going to be on sinking sand. Is when you're like thinking things about God. Yeah, that aren't of, course, true. of course there'd be there'd be <clears throat> there'd be no peace if you thought the Rock was a big fat liar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and it is unjust. Mm-hmm. And so uh, whatever's just, whatever is, is pure. That's the word for, you know, things that are clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, things without, very similar to without blemish. Mm-hmm. Um, can you say something? No, I think this, when you, when you were talking about this, it made me think about, especially like with our kids. And I think talking about books and movies and, and the things that we fill up our, even our homeschool day with. It really did challenge me as a parent to not just think, what can they watch? What's yeah. clean enough? What's what's rated correctly? Yeah. And I would say, I would say that it's so funny because that is this struggle that really we're coming at it again normally from the wrong end. Right. Right. Um, is this too bad to watch? How old do they when, have to be to watch a sh- yes, this, this movie? Uh, this movie here. Mm-hmm. Well, when in reality, that idea of pure. So let's go. Let's go to, to scripture when it talks about this this purity. Um, the chief place when it's talking about purity is God's word. Mm-hmm. Like that's what. So so for example, James three seventeen right before three eighteen that we read. Uh, 
said, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, uh, open to reason, things that we just looked at, Mm. uh, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So you can see that, again, this purity and peace Tied to what wisdom from above? Mm-hmm. If you want, if you want to know, is this pure? What are the pure spots? What what is pure? Mm-hmm. What should I be thinking about? God's word. You can always know if you're thinking about the word of God that you are thinking pure things. There's so much in this world that whether you're watching a show or listening to somebody or a singer or you're all there's always that trepidation. Mm-hmm. Where's this author going to go in five years? <laughs> right? Yeah. Where's this artist that I'm listening to and has some great Christian songs right now? You know, what's their theology like? Mm-hmm. Uh, all these fears that we could have. What's going to, do I have to, okay, the first episode was good, but what about episode four? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do in episode four? Are they going to, are they all trying to, you know, weasel some agenda in here and to instead go, you know what I can always trust? God's word. Mm-hmm. I can always trust it. We can listen to God's word. We can talk about God's word. And it will always be the pure things that will make for peace. Mm-hmm. And and so we've got that. And so instead of working on the other side and trying to figure out, like, what is okay, uh, instead coming from let's fill as much scripture as we can into our home and into our life. And I think being with that purity of God's word will help make more clear Mm-hmm. The purity. Well, it changes things. your taste. Yes, buds. I guess yes. you could say. Yeah, and instead of you know, sort of working it from the back end, mm-hmm. uh, where you've got these, you've been eating you mm-hmm. know sour gummy worms all day, and so you know you kind of have you know you become acclimated. Yeah. To those sorts of things, and so that which is impure is just uh, you know well, it seems pretty pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, which if if you've been drinking filthy water all day. Uh, it may not may not seem so bad, mm-hmm. but so instead, you yeah, know, that's coming, a good point coming from the word. And then this was this was your favorite one. Whatever is lovely, <laughs> right? And so let me let like, me yeah. tell you my my experience with Philippians four eight as a woman mm-hmm. and seeing this verse my whole life on journals and on you know pretty artwork. And I really think that women love this verse because it has the word lovely in it. And I always just thought I I loved it Mm because I love the word lovely. I love it's a lovely word, lovely things. And I I remember like really loving this verse because I thought, oh, lovely. Like what kind of yeah? It does seem like a very feminine verse. What kind of lovely things can I think about? Yeah, and it's funny. This is the only time this word's ever used in the New Testament. It's a when we use the word lovely, we do mean things that are like beautiful. Yeah, like you know, flowers, flowery type things. But this is actually <laughs> a combination of the word love and toward. Mm-hmm. So think about things that are, that are toward love that I, that are love word. Yeah. Is the I love to come up with new words. That's the word I come up with. I, well, from love now on, word that's thoughts. what I'll say. Yeah, when you read it, it and as I told people, I was like, scratch out lovely in your Bibles and write love word because it changes the whole yes. tone. So the things you're supposed to be thinking about are things that lead toward love mm-hmm. that are pointed uh, toward love. Uh, so just not allowing yourself to think things that aren't aren't loving. So really, with this, letting First Corinthians thirteen be mm-hmm. sort of this sieve. Yeah. For all your for all your thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, making sure that everything you're thinking would fit into that 
1 Corinthians 13 rubric mm-hmm. of, you know, being uh, patient and kind, not envying or boasting, not, not arrogant, just asking of those thoughts. It, are any of these thoughts like that? If they are, then then they're not love word, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If they're not patient, then it's not love word and I don't need to be thinking this. Mm-hmm. If it's not kind, then it's not toward love. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says peace is made when I, when I think things that are love word, not think things that are lovely. Trees are lovely. Flowers are lovely. Beautiful things. Let's look at paintings. Let's go to museums. Mm-hmm. Uh, but think instead things that are pointing you toward love. Yeah. I was like, oh, all of a sudden this verse has some sting has to it. Has actual like, punch ouch. in the gut. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Am I, am I, is this me bearing all things? Is this me believing all things? Yeah. If, there, if it's not, then I need to quit thinking. And it. you can think. I mean, usually immediately... It, certain person or persons come to your mind on things like this. And that's a sure sign. Like, <laughs> Oh, I need to be love word yeah. in my thoughts toward these people. Yeah. So. so just, just having that be, if there's any thought that doesn't fit that, mm-hmm. that guidelines, uh, then just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Don't think it. And, and flush it out with, mm-hmm. with the things right, that are love the word. right thing. So again, this is, this is the, the, the where we always end up going normally, which is trying to get rid of the negative, mm-hmm. but this is really about filling it up with the positive. Mm-hmm. So instead of just going, I need to quit thinking this about them, go, mm-hmm. I need to think love word thoughts about mm-hmm. them. So I'm going to make sure that I supplement that one negative thought that I mm-hmm. had with two or three or four positive thoughts. Yeah. And I think a good place to always start is God made this person mm-hmm. like. You know, when yeah. you just remind yourself. Well, I think a great place to start with <laughs> forgiveness is to forgive them as much as we've been right, forgiven. Right. And that's and what you've, and you've I use that, that with, the kids. with the kids all the time. Like, yeah. hey, have they wronged you as much as you've wronged God? Yeah. And I've used that with the kids all the time because I use it all the time on in, yourself in counseling. Oh. And, and on myself <laughs> with you all the time. Sure. <laughs> uh, is I, I have to use it all the time in, in, in counseling. Hey, you know, if if the Lord was treating them, mm-hmm. if the Lord was treating you the way you're treating them, how would that be for you? Mm-hmm. Who's treating? I'd be dead. Yeah, you'd be dead. In, you'd be in bad straits, right? Right. Uh, so, and <clears throat> so, so letting that be, you know, the the love word things, mm-hmm. you know, filling our our hearts and minds instead. So thinking, you know, hey, they haven't even actually wronged me that much. Mm-hmm. Nothing like what I've done to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, hey, this is, I mean, this first Peter's all about this, right? Uh, treat everyone as precious. Uh, when it says honor everyone, that's the word for precious, same word it uses for the precious blood of Christ. But first Peter was a long time ago. Um, so when it says honor everyone, treat everyone as precious. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is the Lord's. <clears throat> this person is a creation of God. Mm-hmm. So what am I saying about that? You know, uh, like if our child, painted a picture uh, and gave it to us, no matter what that picture did to us, I doubt we would want, I mean, we put it on the refrigerator. We don't want it up throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. The Lord has made this person. This is one of his creations. This is one of the things that he made to bring glory to his name. And you're looking at it like, I wish that thing wasn't even in my life. Yeah. Which we wouldn't, I mean, can I you could... imagine like your kid brings you a picture and you go, mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't even seen this picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we do that with what the Lord has made. So in that sense, you're right that, mm-hmm. that 
that humbling reality that the world isn't revolving around you mm-hmm. revolves around God and he made this person he, and if this, they're in the church you apparently saved them right right so he's heaped his love upon them mm-hmm. they're one of his children like that's a yeah. you need to be careful yeah because we do tend to think of people as like supporting actors to in our, our play story, like yeah, yeah. They either add to it or they are taking away from it. Mm-hmm. They're either heroes or villains. Well, mm-hmm. they're not the hero, right? They're just sidekicks to the true hero, which is us. <laughs> right. uh, or they're some of the villains in our story. Yeah, and they need and they're to not. go. This is, they need to you're, go. You're this minor character <clears throat> right. in the Lord's story. Um, not a minor character. You're a major character. But um, but don't don't be you know seeing others as just getting in the way of your mm-hmm. great tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thinking a love word thoughts, that's really... Yeah, I just thought that was very thought-provoking mm-hmm. and uh, just put a different f- flavor, I guess, on that verse than I had ever... Well, I can't think of... Since I said flavor, now I feel like I should say tasted before, but then mm. that just sounds oh, weird. Wow. No, that sounds really good. No. Oh, man. I wish I could go you, back. Can we delete that? <laughs> So anyway, and then he finished, he wraps up by saying if anything that's commendable, which is where we get the word euphemism, the word commendable. Uh, it's the word you, which means good and fameo, which is to speak, spoken well of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then he says, you know, uh, if there is uh, any excellence, anything worthy of praise, I think those are really playing off commendable. But anyway, um, think about these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the verse that, that, that I loved for, for peace comes from Isaiah Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, he says, um, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. I think that. I mean, if you're wanting to capture, like, how do I be at peace? Look, the, the, the Lord keeps in perfect peace those whose mind is stayed on him. So that's why it's so important. That's why... Paul has just laid out, like, all these things of Philippians. These are what you need to be thinking about. Think about these things. Because the person whose mind has stayed on the Lord, rejoice in the Lord always. Mm-hmm. Again, I will say rejoice. Being reasonable. I mean, all of these things really go back to the Lord either capturing your thoughts mm-hmm. or your thoughts being all about yourself. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then how things influence that great person that is you. Yeah. Uh, and so that there's no peace there. And the worst thing God could do would be to give you peace in those <laughs> sorts of things because you would then be satisfied. You think this is where the good life is. Yeah. Uh, so think about these things. And the last thing he says is to practice these things, what you've, uh, what you have, uh, heard, learned and received and heard and seen in me, uh, practice these things and the God of, of peace will be with you. So think right things, practice right things, do what you see in scripture, be obedient. Peace comes with obedience. It just, it really does. Mm. So doing that and and then you'll have the peace that really so many in this world are looking for. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are nonstop trying to find peace and they're going to yoga and they're going, they're finding peace in uh, extramarital relationships. Mm. Yeah, I saw, I saw it prominent female author talking about her going to a soul healer (laughs) for help. I mean, like, you know, and she's a, a, 
I guess you could say she's... Are you trying to get out of taste and flavor again? (laughs) (laughs) No, she's supposed to be a Christian author. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, people are looking everywhere for peace. Yeah, and you, you can't... You can't find it without a mind fixed on the Lord. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have it. But we are supposed to pursue it. And that's the thing. I mean, the Bible is clear. I just pulled up really quickly a few verses that showed, hey, Christians, peace is something we're supposed to be striving for, not just something that that we're supposed to just hope comes. We saw already James uh, 3.18 talk about that a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. But listen to this, 1 Peter 3.11, seek peace and pursue it. Hebrews 12.14, strive for peace with everyone. Uh, Romans 14.19, let us pursue what makes for peace. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.22, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, must we be spotless? <clears throat> must we you know, labor for holiness? Yes, of course, but we must also... Um, with just as much speed and earnestness and diligence, pursue to be at peace. Mm-hmm. It, it's that important in Scripture. You cannot overplay its importance. Because mm-hmm. normally if the Bible mentions a call to righteousness, it's going to mention with it a call to, to peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, and in the end you get this uh, this this beautiful picture of the kingdom where you have uh, the God of peace who brings a, a kingdom of peace by sending the Prince of Peace who makes a people of peace who then diligently pursue peace with God, with others, and with themselves. Mm-hmm. Just a Peace is just a it's big okay. part of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. So something we should pursue. And I, I appreciate you taking the time not taking five weeks no no taking the time to share that was a a truncated version of one of the weeks yeah (laughs) but i just um i know it's been a very tumultuous year for so many people and i just thought that would be a very helpful thing to share so thank you on a day when you have already preached and corralled our big giant family yeah Today we talked about preaching hard texts. Yeah, and that's, that would be another good podcast. Yeah. What to do with hard texts? Find out next time <laughs> on the podcast. Um, okay, so I uh, really do hope that, that that has encouraged you to see the value of of peace and to pursue it in your, your own life. Uh, peace is not just going to happen. Uh, it's yours. Maintain it. Pursue it. Uh, sew it sew it like uh get after it that's what the bible calls for you to do um but now let's mm-hmm. talk about our uh yeah oh we've got yeah we've got plenty of time uh <coughs> let's talk me. about uh our surprise jello salad do you, do you have one it's your turn oh okay i think no 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 i had one i had one earlier what was it Oh, man, that was I have, a good one. I have one I could throw out there if you can't think of one. Give me one second. Okay. Count okay. to five. 
I can't remember. I remember. This is how much I. This is how horrible my memory is. I'll remember the. Yeah, most, you were going to dedicate this episode to alone. Which no, no, did. yeah. Like, my memory on what I would call tangential matters <laughs> is very slim. <laughs> but you throw random Greek. Historical, <laughs> biblical yeah. facts at me, and they are locked tight. Yeah, I but I can remember where I thought of this. When you I remember, remember all I was kinds standing, I was walking out of the bathroom into the bedroom. I thought, oh, that'd be a good one. Hmm. I'll think of it next time. Okay. Yeah. So it was yours. Are you sure? Final, final. You're giving up. Oh, and I'll, okay. I've got one. <clears throat> What countries do you think make the best desserts? When you think of desserts. Because mm. we were talking about this. I was making fun of Bird. Yes. Uh, because I love... So the, the two foods that I really love make horrible desserts. Okay. Chinese food, worst desserts ever. Yeah. Like I'll best food, best food. But no, I mean, they even, they, and that was, that's not even a dessert. And that was made by Americans. (laughs) That's not even a thing. So they've even given up to the point that you go to most Chinese buffets and yeah, we got soft serve ice cream. Yeah. We're not even going to try. We might have some jello and burgers like, and they might spice it up with some bananas in there. Uh, but Uh. yeah. So the Chinese horrible desserts, Mm -hmm. horrible desserts. And the same thing with, uh, Hispanic food. Like, I mm-hmm. love really good tacos. We're talking about tacos mm-hmm, for life. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go... So, we were talking about tacos for life is the best, like, Americanized taco I've had. Uh-huh. As opposed to going, like, the supermercado uh-huh. where there's always that... I told Bird there's always that uh, fear that uh-huh. you don't know if the person working behind the counter is actually going to speak any English. Yeah. And I told him, I don't know what it, what order I'm going to get, uh-huh. but I know it's going to be a good taco. Right. Like, even if we don't understand each other, right. and he just makes something, it's going to be the best something that I've ever had on a walkway. It's satisfied. Right. And we'll both just smile at each other and uh-huh. wave as yeah. if we're both satisfied. And we both totally understood each other. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, there's a, the meat section in there. And the butcher, but to get to the butcher, you have to walk through the Hispanic desserts, and they're oh. all so cheesy. Oh yeah, like and it's just like stuff with chili powder on it. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh-huh. It's such it's like for such good entrees, the desserts uh-huh. seem. But I don't know if Trace Leche's cake is a. <laughs> I mean, just because it's yeah, yeah Hispanic, I, I don't know. They if, serve it at Chewy's. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's a Hispanic dessert. But you love anyway, it. who would you say makes the best? Um, probably f- the French. Really? What desserts do you like that the French? Have? I love pastries. Oh, like yeah. you know. So I'm thinking like French pastries and. Well, my favorite dessert is French. What? Can you guess? Creme, creme brulee. Yeah, yeah, creme brulee, which I'm not allowed to make. <laughs> say it. Say um, to, to say say the thing the food dance puppet dance say the foods with the like the pretentious. Oh god! <laughs> this is our kids. So my my kids love this. <laughs> you know how people will <laughs> they get kind of weird about stuff, yeah. and so they'll be talking normal, but then they'll get to a and word. this is people who are like totally American, yeah, and speak yeah. English, and, and they'll like... be like just a normal conversation, but they'll get to a word that that is. From another language, mm-hmm. and they will say it in an accent. Yeah, usually if they've been there. Yes, yeah. 
So we were traveling to Barcelona and yeah. we got the best burritos. <laughs> uh, and they'll do it and you're just like, oh, it just kind of throws you off a little bit. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so be like, I, I love creme brulee. Uh, creme brulee. So it's just like so. Croissant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like uh, ham and cheese croissant. Uh, <laughs> but they'll do it. And it's so. Yeah. It, it, it just. It's, it's like cringy. cringeworthy. Yeah. yeah very but cringy. it's so funny. But the kid's favorite. Oh, is. is when I he... said, you know, no one ever. You know where no one ever does this? Germans. <laughs> no one ever does it with German food. Like, no one's like, you know what I really want today? I want a really hot pretzel. Like, no one. <laughs> hey, hey, do you have any pretzels? <laughs> no one does that. Because <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. So day. we do it with all these other, but no, I imagine if we did it with uh, with German food. <laughs> do you have any wieners? <laughs> I would like some wieners. <laughs> you mean a hot dog? Yeah, yeah. What do y'all call it? <laughs> Sorry, I've spent a summer in Europe. <laughs> I'm backpacked. I'm backpacked through Germany. <laughs> Do you oh. have any streusel? <laughs> God, golly. Calm down. So yeah, my kids all the time are like, say it. Say pretzel. Yeah, they make him do that all pretzel. the time. Because it is. When I'm having a conversation with somebody, it's so hard not to. That makes it even harder now because I know yeah, the stick that we think do. Of our not to crack a smile when, yeah. like, uh, when they say something. Yeah, like so what, what, what is your favorite? Creme, I mean, brulee. creme brulee. Yeah, but you won't let me make it. I think we've talked about this too. Hmm. No, I will. I want. I want to perfect it. So I really just want him to like. It's been over a decade. <laughs> I, I'm gonna make since it. we've had it. I'm gonna make it this week. Not since you started. To I'm perfect gonna say it. it right here on the podcast. I am gonna make creme brulee this week. So. And you always keep your word about that. So. <laughs> um, I would I, I would say that my favorite. So that's got my favorite dessert mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. But I would say the people that make my like favorite, if you could go somewhere and yeah, just eat, eat dessert. desserts would be England. What? No, I'm just I was like, what do they make there? <gasps> I don't know. Probably like blood sauce. What do they have for dessert uh, in England? I don't know. I don't do the English hat. I think it's like... I well, I Great the, British Baking Show. I think the stiff what upper did, lip keeps them from... What do they uh, make on the Great British Baking Show? Oh, French like, desserts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the, the... What's the sponge? They're always making that. Uh, or they sponge. make uh, with, with royal icing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I would have to say America's got pretty good desserts. What what desserts does America make? Just lots of ice cream. <laughs> Different ice cream yeah. sundays. Ice cream. You know, I'm really having a mental block. I think going back to our zoo talk, all I'm picturing is like animals children. eating desserts. No, t- no animals eating desserts. No. <laughs> I mean, that would be really cute. But... Every time I try to think of desserts, all I think is <laughs> now I'm just thinking of a German monkey eating a pretzel. <laughs> The monocle. <laughs> the monocle. Now I am thinking of, a mustache. I'm thinking of animals eating desserts now. <laughs> one's got creme brulee. <laughs> and one's eating a burrito. And no one knows why. A what? A burrito. <laughs> no, um, all I'm picturing hey, is Hey, roll like, your arms. I can't. Do it. Say burrito. <sighs> Say burrito. <laughs> burrito. <laughs> 
You sound like like a bad impersonation of a fish trying to talk underwater. <laughs> that sounded like you threw up in your mouth a little bit. So what do you what were you thinking about? Just children's books, like pictures of desserts. So they're all very um uh, I can't even think yeah. right. I'm just picturing like really pretty little with desserts cherry with cherries, yeah. which I still want to eat. I don't like cherries. No, I want to eat all the desserts in the, in the children's books. Not until it's Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm only eating sweets on Fridays. Somewhere. <laughs> and every day's Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll walk by and see me just, just getting a little something, something. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's Friday somewhere. And it's Friday somewhere. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, all right. Well, thanks for joining with us in this first... Is this our first post-baby? No. It's because we did the baby episode. Yeah. And then we did the other episode. No. Or is the baby episode the last one we yeah, did? Yeah, baby's the last one okay, we did. Okay, so we're, we're about to actually publish it. We haven't published it yet. Yeah, we have. Oh, we did, but you haven't shared it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. He's got... I got to put this guy to bed. Yeah. It's, it's Sunday night. Yeah. I done preach today. It is almost... Midnight. Yeah. So it is definitely time for bed. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We hope it's been useful. Hopefully you are pursuing a little bit more peace this week uh, and just enjoying life on the rock. Mm. All right, people. And we hope you get a a good hot pretzel. I can't do it. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time. We might go grab us a little bit of dessert. It won't be Chinese. Alright, talk to you later. Oh, goodbye. Bye.